everybody. It's great to be back with you today for another episode of the In Focus podcast, taking a fresh look at the Bible and some big Christian ideas, how they bring our world into focus and empower us to live a new, more eternal kind of life within it. I'm your host, Justin Laughlin, husband, dad, pastor, professor, and most importantly, follower and disciple of Jesus Christ. To all of you who were faithful listeners back in 2020, let me begin by apologizing for what turned out to be a long hiatus from podcasting. After plunging through a wonderful holiday season, 2021 began with a fury of writing. And to make a long story short, I do have a new book available on Amazon entitled Pilot, An Introduction to the 5M Life. If you search Pilot Justin Laughlin, that should take you straight to it. Uh, Anyway, Pilot is a five-week study about the story that unfolds from Genesis to Revelation, as well as the gospel that lies at the heart of it. The goal, if you chose to work through the study with a group of family or friends, is to come out after five weeks seeing the world and making sense of it more like Jesus did. Additionally, hopefully you will be better empowered to effectively communicate that story and the gospel within it to others. So, if you decide to buy the book or uh, would like to do the study, I'd love to hear what you think. It's less than $4 on Amazon, so if you're intrigued, go ahead and run it down and see what you think. The link to the book is included in the show notes just to make it easy for you to run down. I'm actually uh, also expecting some proof copies this afternoon of a second longer book uh, that I'm also really excited about, although I think it will still be another two or three months before that longer book is finished up and ready to be made available. I will certainly be happy to keep you posted. But again, sorry for ghosting everyone, uh, podcast listeners, for the past few months regarding In Focus, but I do hope that it will have been uh, worth it to invest that time in some writing. So now, let's dive back into the matter at hand, bringing the world into focus in order to empower us to live a new, more eternal kind of life within it. For over a year now, we've been in a fairly stormy place in life. We've had COVID, politics, elections, an increasingly frantic cancel culture, and growing evidence among some political, economic, and cultural powers that be of a soft totalitarianism on the American horizon. Uh, Incidentally, if you haven't read Rod Dreher's book, Live Not by Lies, it is another book worth a few hours of your time if you have the chance. And uh, that's where I'm taking that notion of soft totalitarianism from, uh, just as a bit of a teaser. Anyway, staring off at a stormy horizon and watching a rising tide coming at us is definitely not anything new. In fact, this scenario is exactly how Jesus ended his Sermon on the Mount that we began reflecting on last November. And in just a moment, we'll read Jesus' concluding words from Matthew 7, but here's what we skipped over in the meantime. And by the way, I'd anticipate returning to the Sermon on the Mount in the months to come, so don't you worry yourself about that. 
but for now, after the opening comments on who the really blessed people are, Jesus calls his hearers to be salt and light for the benefit of the world around them. That, of course, including us here today. Uh, the remainder of Matthew chapter 5, as the sermon continues, unpacks some common areas, areas of darkness that we may likely need to confess and invite God's light to shine into. For example, anger, criticism, lust, unfaithfulness, verbal manipulation, dishonesty, and retaliation, just to name a few. Uh, Then in chapter 6, Jesus continues and talks us through some faith practices by which we cultivate God's light in our lives. And in that chapter, Jesus specifically mentions giving, prayer, forgiveness, fasting, centering our hearts and attention on God rather than money, resting in God's goodness rather than living with anxiety, and prioritizing God's purposes even over our own daily needs. In chapters 5 and 6, the vices and practices that Jesus mentions uh, seem to be exemplary rather than exclusive. So, the point uh, is not just that we might struggle in those areas or that we might just cultivate God's light in our lives through those specific practices. The point is to combat the darkness in our lives and to cultivate God's light in our lives. Finally, then in chapter seven, Jesus talks through various scenarios involving discernment and judgment. Uh, Chapter 7 and the sermon as a whole then concludes with these remarks, beginning with verse 24. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. So, the writing that I've been doing over the past few months, as well as the focus and energy uh, going into ministry has been all about this hearing Jesus and taking action in response to Jesus's teaching and example, and not just uh, regarding this passage, the Sermon on the Mount, but regarding everything we see and hear from Jesus throughout the Gospels. So, as we are staring out at a storm on the horizon and we discern that there is a rising tide, we can either be sandcastles or fortresses. That is the choice before us. It's a choice that I hope we all want to make here and now while we have time for a little bit of internal remodeling and transformation. Um, And our decision is made not by good intentions one way or another, but by whether or not we hear and take action in response to Jesus. So, if you're hearing this, you're already hearing Jesus's words, but make no mistake, to hear and not take action still makes you a sandcastle. To hear a sermon every Sunday morning still makes you a sandcastle. You only become a fortress 
founded on a firm foundation by hearing and then taking appropriate action, by obeying, by having your life take shape uh, according to Jesus's own teaching and example. Here's why we all need to hear this. All around us, people are shouting at the storm. They're cursing the tide as it's rising. Look what those Democrats have done, or look what those Republicans have done, or look at those wretched social media giants and the mess they've made. You can pretty much fill in the blank however you see fit, Um, but people are shouting and screaming in every which direction because Uh, It's no secret that things have been a bit stormy and there is a tide coming in that is making a lot of us uneasy. Uh, People caught up in the shouting also tend to be grasping for a remedy. Hopes are placed in just the right leaders with just the right amount of power uh, to squash the enemies, to calm the storm, and to reverse the incoming tide of darkness. There's so much shouting and so much bickering and so much misplaced hope and energy. And many of us are just tired of all of it. We're sick of the yammering. We're overwhelmed by the chaos and the rumors and the lostness of people in every different direction all around us. We're tired of the name calling and the demonizing and the conspiracy theories But I would say to all of you, uh, and probably to the guy in the mirror, uh, Jesus doesn't just call us to stick our heads in the sand either. Remember that chapter 7, the final um, section of the Sermon on the Mount, is all about exercising discernment and judgment. So rather than ignoring the world around us, we actually are to discern the light and the darkness, humbly, diligently, and wisely. So let us be attentive, let us be discerning, let us be humble, let us be wise, and most importantly, let us hear what Jesus has to say, let us see his example and imitate it. Uh, This is the fire that's burning in my heart, not for the status quo, not for religious involvement. Let's actually live like Jesus really is our way. Let's live like Jesus really is our truth. Let's live like Jesus really is our life. Let's live like Jesus is our founder and our example to loosely paraphrase John 14 and Hebrews 12. Let's keep our eyes and our ears open to him. Let's follow Jesus together and let's be the church. So that's all for now. Again, it's great to be back with you. It's stormy out there. An anti-Christian tide is certainly rising. Uh, Be discerning, uh, be wise, don't get sucked into any camp that's espousing one version of anti-Christian values over other versions of anti-Christian values. Uh, But in light of all that, it's still not something we need to be worried about when we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, our ears open to Jesus, and our lives taking shape as genuine disciples of Jesus. So, Let's not be sandcastles with a storm on the horizon and a tide rolling in. Let's be fortresses for whom those things don't even matter. 
Thanks again for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that it has helped bring your world into a little better focus and empowered you and inspired you to live a more eternal kind of life within it. I hope your heart is awakened to the story that you're part of and to the greatness and centrality of Jesus Christ, our King. I hope the fire is kindled in your bones to be part of what God is doing in the world. And I pray that you've been inspired, equipped, and empowered through God's word and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to follow Jesus together and to be the church between now and the return of our great King. If you're streaming today's episode from a podcast provider like Apple, Google, Spotify, or anybody else, it'd be great if you would take a second to give it a good rating and a review and maybe even become a subscriber. Your response will help the show become easier for new listeners to find in the future. Uh, If you'd like, you can also share this episode directly with your friends on social media. A link will be provided in the show notes to do just that. If you'd like to hear about something specific from the Bible or a particular big Christian idea in the future, please email me using the address that's also included in the show notes. I would certainly welcome any feedback that might help me improve the show and would love to hear about any ways that it has impacted your life. Until next time, thanks for being a friend to the In Focus podcast and for tuning in. May your world continue coming into clearer focus and may God lead you into an increasingly eternal kind of life before him.